Aggie It's a day in the life of Aggie Yeah, yeah It's a day in the life of Aggie Yo, yo, what is up everyone? You're listening to another episode in a day in the life of Aggie This is your host, Michael Ogbonna And uh, I just want to say thank you to all the new listeners I know there's a lot of people checking it out for the first time because of this challenge and I just want to say thank you um so if you don't know what I'm talking about the challenge is I am giving away a new testament um the whole new testament of these ESV English standard version journals these bible study journals and they're super cool and I'm giving away the whole new testament along with my favorite pens but you got to do three things you have to follow a day in the life of Augie on Instagram. You have to tag three people under the post, the original posts, and then you have to subscribe to the podcast and send me a screenshot personally, like to my DMs, so that I can know that you actually did it. And once you do that, you get put into a drawing. And on the 31st of March, which is in like six days, I'm going to draw a winner and I'm going to mail it directly to your house totally free no charge this is just what i want to do as a giveaway obviously to increase the engagement on this podcast but also to just be a blessing because i know that y'all really enjoy those and so i'm really excited about that but thank you to all the new listeners i just want to welcome you um today i'm just going to talk about um your company your company and which i'm what i mean by your company is i'm gonna, i'm talking about your your friends like who you hang around you know, the Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. It says that in Corinthians. And so I think that one of the hardest things to do, like when you just get saved, is to um, give up your old friends. And, and what I mean by give up is that when you get saved, you, you know, your whole life changes changes you start to realize like hey i don't want to live the way i used to anymore but then you also have friends that you know are still living a certain way and you have to come to the point and make a decision that look i'm living a new life i don't want to go back to my old life right and so the thing that's hard is that sometimes we have like a, a lot of good friends that we were friends with in the world when we used to live in our old life but then when we give our life to christ and we decide to live differently we know obviously they're still our friends, right? But what happens is if you really want to go all in for the Lord, you it's very hard to do it when you have friends that are, you know, living a different life. One thing I've noticed is that, you know, obviously you can just cut them off. But what happens a lot of the time is that like when you really start to really live for the Lord, they kind of just fall off on their own, right? I want to talk about a specific group of friends, though, a specific company of people. Obviously, we have friends that are not in the that are, are in the world. Right. Once we get saved and a lot of relationships like boyfriend and girlfriend, that is very like something that really affects especially young people um, dating someone that's not saved or hanging out with and talking to someone that's not saved. That always leads to trouble. But I want to talk about a third group of people, and this group is could be even worse than um, a sinner, someone that doesn't go to church. Um, compromising Christians. Let's talk about that. Compromising Christians. And wh- what do I mean by that? 
compromising Christians are people that they are saved. They say they're saved, but they live like a double life. They live half in, half out. You know, they are partying on Saturday and then they're in church on Sunday, which if you party on Saturday, you should go to church on Sunday. But uh, if you have been saved for a while and you continually do that and you know that it's wrong, but you still do it anyway, you're compromising. You're a compromising Christian. And um, there's a verse in the Bible I'm going to read to you. It's in Revelations 3, 15 through 16. It says, this is Jesus talking. He says, I know all the things that you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. He said, I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. This Revelations chapter three, verse 15 and 16. So Jesus said, I would rather that you are hot or that you are on fire for him or cold, that you don't even serve him. He'd rather you be one or the other. But he said, if you're like lukewarm water, I will spit you out of my mouth. So what he's saying is he if you're half in and half out, it's worse than being a complete sinner, total, you know, in the world. Right. Because being lukewarm is just it's it's terrible. It's the worst thing you can do. And I want to just encourage you as a Christian. You don't want to live a double life. You don't want to be a compromising Christian because it affects people. And I was telling this to my life group um, that I, this past Thursday, I was telling them how, like, you know, think about someone who they just got saved, right? And they, the Lord told them to give up alcohol. The Lord said, Hey, you know, they can got, they got convicted and they gave up alcohol. They just got saved. They start going to church. They're getting their life right. And then they meet some Christians in church, some friends from the youth group, a young adult group. And, you know, this person just got saved, just giving up alcohol. But then they go to church and, you know, they start hanging out with the church people and the church youth group and the church young adults. And then the, the people in the young adults, they're, hey, hey, we're about to hang out tonight. We're going to be drinking. You want to come? Or maybe they don't even say, like, we're going to be drinking. They just say, hey, you want to come hang out? And then when they get there, they realize there's alcohol and they're drinking. And, you know, how do you think that that person that just got saved is going to feel? You know, they've been probably battling, struggling, like being tempted, but resisting the temptation, right, to drink because the Lord convicted them about it to stop since they got saved. But then what do you think is going to happen when they they start going to church? They meet church people, which are supposed to be, you know, the example. And then when they when they hang out with them, they're actually drinking as well. That's going to just make someone realize like, hey, I mean, all this. Why am I trying to resist this? Because obviously it's not that big of a deal. And then that person's going to start drinking again. And most times they're just going to fall back into their old life. And just totally be offended, you know, because that's what happens when you hang with carnal Christian, when you hang with people that are just like nonchalant about their relationship with God, half in, half out, it affects you. And so I want to talk about that very briefly, just because I want to encourage you, if you are a Christian, that we are setting the example for people. 
And so it's very important that you don't take your relationship with God for granted, that you always are making a concerted effort to grow in your relationship with God. Because if you claim to be a Christian, there's people that are watching you. And heaven forbid people watch you and, you know, they attribute, like, you know, I wrote, I posted a story recently and I wrote that, you know, many times we are the only Jesus that people will ever see. And so heaven forbid for someone to look at your life and know that you're a Christian, but then see the way you live and then be like, man, if that's how a Christian lives, I mean, what? Why would I serve God? Because I do the same thing they do. Like, there's no difference between this person and someone, one of my other friends that's in the world. Why would I even, what's the point? And so I just want to encourage you, go all in for the Lord. Either, okay, let me ask you, either go all in or just go completely out. Don't be in the middle. (laughs) Don't be someone that's just half in, half out. Make a decision today. I think uh, um, the prophet um, Elijah he told this to these the prophets of Baal. He said, look, if God is God, then serve God. But if God is not God, then serve your idol, serve Baal. Okay. Just, I would encourage you today in this podcast, as I'm coming to a close, make a decision. Like, am I going to go all in for the Lord? Or am I just, am I just kind of halfway doing it? If you're halfway doing it, you just might as well just go all out into the world and do whatever you want to do. Cause that way you can do it and not feel bad. The thing about it is when you're half in half out, you actually feel worse cause you know what you're doing is wrong, but you're still doing it anyway. So uh, I would just encourage everyone listening to this call. If you're a Christian, go all in for the Lord. He loves you. There's something that happens. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, that you will seek when you seek him, You will find him when you seek him and search for him with your whole heart. Jesus said the number, the number one commandment to love the Lord, your God, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind and with all of your strength. So if you're not, that's how God wants us to live. And so you won't experience the fullness of your relationship with God if you're not doing that. If you're not loving the Lord, your God, with all your heart. And now, obviously, we're not all perfect, right? Like, I mean, we all, we can't all say like, I love the Lord with all my heart. I serve the Lord with all my strength, but that should be our goal. We should be aiming to live completely sold out for the Lord. And I believe that if you're listening to this, that you're, you are doing that and you are going to do that, um, in Jesus name. And so God's going to help us to be a good example to this generation. And he's going to use us to, to, to represent him, to be his ambassador in these last days. And so Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you got something out of that. It's not good to be a carnal, compromising Christian. It, it, it's very deadly to hang around those people. And so, but obviously you don't want to be that person yourself, right? So I just encourage everyone, make a decision today to go all in for the Lord and you will not regret it. Okay. I love you guys. Y'all have a good one. Um, this is a day in a life of Augie. Thank you. It's a day in the life of Augie. Hey, uh, this is Michael, and um, you've reached the end of this podcast. And at the end of every podcast, I just always like to give people an opportunity if they've never accepted Jesus into their heart before. Um, I like to give people that opportunity. So I want to ask you a question. Um, Heaven forbid, if you were to die tonight, do you know without a shadow of a doubt you would go to heaven? 
if Jesus was to stand before you in the next five minutes, would you have to hide stuff or would you be ready to meet him? You know, the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in Romans 3. That means that nobody can say that they're perfect. Nobody can say they've never sinned. And the Bible says that the wages or the cost of sin is death. So we all deserve to die and essentially go to hell. We were born into sin. The wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the Bible says that anyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, if you call on the name of the Lord right now, God will save you. He will save you. He will forgive you of all your sins, everything you're ashamed of. He will forgive you right now. And so just let me pray for you real quick. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for the person that is listening to this podcast right now. Lord, I pray that you will bless their family with a long and healthy life. Protect them in this evil world, Lord. And Jesus, I pray you will just make yourself real to this person right now. Lord, and I pray that if they have never accepted you into their heart, that they will do so right now. Hey, if you're listening to this and you want to receive Jesus into your heart and know for sure that if you were to die, you would go to heaven. Just pray this prayer with me out loud with your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. I believe in my heart that you died on the cross for me and that three days later, you rose from the dead for me. And thank you, Lord, that you're coming back again for me. Now say this, say, fill me with the Holy Spirit and give me a passion for the things of God. I'm sorry for all of my sins. Please forgive me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now just say this, say, I'm saved. I'm born again. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Hey, listen, if you pray that prayer, I just want you to know, literally, God forgave all of your sins. Anything that you, any sin that you committed before that moment, he forgave it all. He's giving you a clean slate and he's come to live on the inside of you. And you have been born again. Um, you probably feel like a weight lifted off your shoulders. That's just the peace and the love of God. He loves you so much. He has a wonderful plan for your life. Thank you so much. Hey, if you're interested, I have a podcast on what to do once you've accepted Christ. I'd encourage you to listen to that. I'll put the link in the bio, okay? Y'all have a good one. Love you.